Welcome everyone to Cosmos with Cosmos. I'm Liz. I'm Mike. I'm Brandon. And today we will be talking about uh, what would happen if a supernova killed us and should we let it? Well, we'd be dead. That's what would happen. Well, next, next show, folks. <laughs> next show. <laughs> what would happen well, we if We need they... to focus on the second question, I guess. <laughs> what would happen <laughs> if, uh, if uh, to us if a, a supernova happened too close? Yeah. Basically, in a nutshell, is uh, what we're going to be doing. Yeah. But uh, before we get into that, of course, we want to uh, talk about what we are drinking about. And I'm going to start it off. And I am drinking a Cosmic Fireball. Mm, yeah. uh, it's, um, what makes it? It's uh, what, what's it also known as? It's oh 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 yeah, it's also known as Duran's Bane. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is essentially um, Sinfire or cinnamon whiskey. Yeah, cinnamon whiskey. And what else? You made it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's his recipe. <laughs> it is cinnamon whiskey. Uh, cherry juice on uh, garnished with a cherry. There we go. There we go. Nice. And so, so it uh, it does take like taste like an, an atomic an fireball. atomic fireball. It tastes exactly it like an atomic fireball. Takes you back to your youth. It really, it really does. So even with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Mike? I am drinking. Uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Oh. I'm, I'm good with this. You're okay? I'm Thanks okay. to the drink. Yeah? I've come to terms with Only it. Only person that feels fine in 2020. Yeah. And um, it's the same as your drink. <laughs> Just give it. It's in a taller glass, so I need to give it a different name. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That works. Yeah. It works for us. You know. Yeah. It's all about the fun names anyway. Uh, Brandon? Well, I have the Lenny Bruce is not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> It is XOXO Patron Cafe, which I it's like Kahlua, but better. It's so good. Uh, then vodka and a dash of cookie cream. Ooh, Ooh cookie. Yeah, there's a little twist on it. Cookie creamer. Mm -hmm. Oh. This is coffee like creamer, but cookie flavored. I like that. That's fun. Anyway, um, of course, uh, everyone uh, follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, at Drinking Cosmos, Instagram, Cosmos with Cosmos, and uh, listen to podcasts uh, through whatever podcast platform you want, I, hopefully, maybe, I don't know, or go to anchor.fm, uh, Cosmos with Cosmos, and you can listen to us there. Um since uh, we are we are drinking while we're talking about cool shit, there are some rules uh, because anything can happen, <laughs> um, and by that anything means that our dogs um, could go nuts at any moment and just start barking. So if the dogs bark, take a drink, um, and also because uh, we're clearly huge nerds. Um, anytime we make a Star Wars reference and we've limit our, limited, limited ourselves to just this one just. genre in fear of alcohol poisoning. I, I still um, want to bring in Lord of the Rings. No, it's every oh my goodness. The drink. I already made one with the drink name. Durin's name. <laughs> we started it off with one. Take a drink. <laughs> That's Everybody, not a rule. Take a drink. Star Wars reference. Take well, a drink. To be fair, I don't think last week we made any Star Wars references. I no. think we got out clear. You know what? We've been actually pretty good. <laughs> so maybe we should add a Lord of the Rings reference. I think we should. Oh, shit. 
We should. During uh, well, two, everybody two, take two to one. All right. New rule. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. We're all fucked. Oh, man. So, anyway, uh, in this episode, we're talking about Supernovae. Um, and uh, if Supernovae happens a little too close, uh, what's going to happen to us? We die. We die. That sounds, that sounds right. I mean, <laughs> All right. Uh, that's a wrap. So, <laughs> so why don't we back up a little bit and have a fancy physics man or a Liz who prepared for this episode uh, kind, of, <laughs> kind of explain exactly what a supernova is. Because like, the mechanisms is what's happening in the core of a star when it explodes is just so fascinating and great. This is, this is true. I'm going to leave it to the guy that has like a page of notes in front of him. Well, I... <laughs> Yes and no. It's an iPad page, but um, no. But you, you, you studied for this. I watched you study. Him watching me study okay. was him watching me go, "Hey Google, what's a supernova?" Which I already knew the answer to anyway. Yes, yes, she she does. It was just a nice refresher from Google. Yeah. Uh, well, there's basically two types of stars that go boom. Uh, two types of supernovae. Uh, and they are ever so sexually named as type one Ooh. and type two. Hey, but you can have different types of type one. You can. Yeah. There are. Yeah. Well, don't spill your drink. <laughs> so there are three types of uh, type one supernovae, um, A, B, and C. Also sexually That's named. That's hot. Astronomers are really good at just making things <laughs> real sexy out there. Type one A. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, but these two types they actually start at very different mm-hmm. locations. Um, so um, type one uh, supernovae are when you have a white dwarf and you have another star going around it. That white dwarf basically pulls off matter from the other star. It accretes onto, it falls onto the uh, white dwarf. And um, eventually, goes boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> there's actually two kinds of booms. You do have the uh, the what we just call the nova. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, that's a a flash fusion of hydrogen to helium on top of the white dwarf. Um, but the supernova version of the white dwarf explosion is when enough material falls onto the black hole, creeps onto the black hole that, uh, excuse me, not the black hole, the white dwarf, <laughs> that the white dwarf changes from a white dwarf to a neutron star. Oh. So, and that explosion... A bigger boom. Is a bigger boom, much bigger boom, <laughs> and it may or may not destroy your star. So um, if it doesn't destroy it, uh, it will, it'll be that uh, neutron star that's left. The other one is when you have a, uh, a a star that basically collapses in on itself and explodes, so implosion, explosion. Um, and so uh, stars are busy, at least main sequence, well, yeah, stars are busy uh, taking smaller objects and building them into bigger objects. And I'm talking about nuclear fusion, so our sun is taking hydrogen, slamming it together and creates helium. Um, I'm tried with Legos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, and and bigger stars do this much faster. They actually are big enough where they can fuse other elements into other elements. Um, but the whole process of nuclear fusion stops at iron. So iron 
uh, has a real tight nucleus, and so it doesn't get a lot of energy it, in or out. It consumes energy. It consumes energy. Instead of emitting energy. Yeah, and so all that pressure holding up a star collapses. Um, the, uh, electrons and protons get uh, fused together to create neutrons. Um, and in that process, a lot of neutrinos are given off. Uh, those neutrinos um, go flying out pretty close to the speed of light uh, from the center of the star. And the outer layers of the star are what you would call opaque to neutri neutrinos, so they'll absorb it. Mm. Um, so that all these neutrinos are hitting the outer layers of a star, and that, that neutrino shock just rips the star apart. So Neat. that is a type two supernova. Um, and Love it. yeah, so they're a lot of fun. They're a lot we of just fun. went to class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. So, but they, they have different, uh, the way that astronomers can tell, you know, what's a type one and a type two is, well, you can look at a spectrum, uh, spectra for one thing. Mm. Um, so the elements, find out what elements it has and the explosion, uh, but also, their light curves, how bright they are, and how that changes over time, uh, they react differently. They're different for type one versus type two. So you're able to mm -hmm. able to uh, tell what type supernova it is. Yeah, I, I I love the idea of looking at you know our sun when it's cloudy, you can still see the outline safely, or does any other star? Mm -hmm. And there's just a you know there's a constant struggle between you know the gravity trying to Fall in, escape, and the inner fusion keeping everything going. And what is that really cool phrase called, Liz? Hydrostatic equilibrium. Yes, hydrostatic equilibrium, how stars stay together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, we have a supernova happen. The last one that we saw with our eyes was what was it, 87? Was that the big one? 1986A. Yeah. 1986A. Yeah. And that was in the Large Magellanic Cloud, correct? Say it with confidence. Say it. Say it with confidence. I, I want to know, was it large or small? I didn't want to be, you know, just asking. I'm allowed to be wrong. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That's why I say, say it with confidence. Oh, it was it's the Large Magellanic Cloud. The small or the Large Magellanic Cloud. Yeah, it's in one of the Magellanic Somewhere. Yeah. I, I would probably say large. Um, okay. And that one was still, what, 170,000 light years away? Roughly, yeah. So we're absolutely fine with that. Um, have there been any instances in Earth's history of a supernova happening closer? Uh, the, well, the last supernova in the Milky Way was, what, 140 okay. years ago? Well, I was leading the question. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I do have an instant. <laughs> I, I do have an instance of a supernova actually impacting the Earth. Oh, or more okay. likely, it was a supernova that impacted the Earth. Yeah, um, that's so the of course... thing, though. I mean, uh, now, now we're getting into um, probabilities, you know, because you can say, yeah, the supernova may have impacted Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but how? Prove it. Prove it. Which one right. runs it? Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I just think you're getting into probabilities, but I mean, you could probably prove it if it's closer in time to us. If it's three billion years ago, I don't know if you could point to this or that one to say that was a supernova that impacted life. 
Well, let's hear Brandon's case. Well, <laughs> well, now I was trying to think of, okay, what exactly evidence we're talking about? Anyway, so we um we have five mass extinction events on this planet. We're going through the sixth one right now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, people. Thanks. Uh, but the very, All this year. the very first one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, the very first one um, is likely due to a supernova event somewhere near the Earth uh, where we just get eaten up, the ozone gets eaten up, we get blasted with radiation, and it just destroys so much uh, sea life at the time. And you can go and check the records, and you see some evidence um, in the deep ocean floors that a supernova occurred during this time, and at the same time when there was a mass extinction event. Uh, <laughs> that was the first instance of that. Yeah, uh, how, so it's, how, many, how long ago was that? Oh, geez. I don't recall off the top of my head. I should have looked, but I didn't. Um, so I'm just going to quickly look up. a long time ago, Mass Mike. extinction events. 42 years. 42 <laughs> years ago. It's always 42. Wow, I cannot spell extinction. It was January 400, 1st, 2020. <laughs> 440 million years ago. The <clears throat> Or the Vashin Sulian extinction. Oh, cool. That's fun. That's fun times. And you like how I said that with confidence? Yes. <laughs> now, um, are there ideas on, on, like, can we see the remnant of where that supernova came from? Like, <sighs> 440 million years ago, I don't think that we can pinpoint to any point in the sky and say, there it was half a billion years ago. Mm -hmm. Imagine most of it will kind of flung out by now. That'd be a little white dwarf we can go check out, or nothing at all. Never mind. That's a Nova. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, so if that extinction event actually occurred from a supernova, then how, what is the distance that that supernova had to be? So if you want a star to go supernova to actually impact the Earth, and not just say, hey, there's a nice pretty light over there. Let's go check that out. But to, you know, do some damage and impact the earth in some way. Um, I think the limit we were talking about this earlier was around 50 to 100 light years away. So 50, 50 light years away is not very far. That's not far no. at all. Our, um, our Nazi signals have gone out That's farther. Yeah. Gone out further. So, um, the star is about ready to go boom. People on a planet going around that star are looking uh, or watching our TV from 1970. Oh, God. I'm sorry. It's like the best Star Trek episode of all time, The Inner Lights. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a whole episode. We're going to have a whole episode. Love that episode so much. Anyway. Break down each shot. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, so 50 to 100 light years. Um, there is some good news to that, though. Okay. Um, the good news is is there aren't any stars that ha can have a type 2 supernova within that distance. Oh, that's That good. sounds like bad news to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for the type 1... It's a it's a little it's a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. White dwarves are very hard, small, very hard to see, uh, and really hard to see. So there might be a lot that are within fifty light years of us, be, and we just don't there might know. Be four of them. Four, yeah. There's <laughs> probably I'm thinking four. There are four of them. <laughs> there are four lights. 
four lights. We went on a tangent on Twitch. I apologize. Um, and so, uh, but the the one that I guess the closest one that we do know about is 150 light years away. Okay. So it's outside that. Uh, but still. So I, like, if it's that quote unquote close, that would make a nice evening star at any point in the day. Like, what would that look like if it happened so so close? Yeah, well, let's see. Um, 150 light years. Probably, I mean, you would see it. It would probably be. Well, if it, I mean, it said that um, Betelgeuse, when it goes supernova, that it would be as bright as a full moon in our sky, and it's 600 light years away. Oh, yeah, 400. Well, maybe maybe 25% closer. Or maybe, yeah, whatever that math works out to be. <laughs> Still, uh, a lot farther away than 150 light years. Yeah, but that, um, I was just trying to do the math roughly really quick, but um, I think you're talking probably. Uh, our sun is minus 26 um, magnitude, roughly. Okay. Um, this is going to be uh, roughly right around minus 10. So if that oh, went okay. supernova be around minus 10, the real rough guesstimate, uh, making an assumption of an absolute magnitude of minus 19 for, for the supernova. Okay. So, what is that comparable to for people who are like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, Think of like half a sun. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not half a sun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This the, is sun, not... the sun on a cloudy day. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it. no, it's not half a sun. It's actually... Uh, much less than that, but oh, Jack, uh, Jack did the math. He got negative ten as well. So there you go. Okay, there you go. Peer reviewed science, right there, folks. Because <laughs> that's how science works. That's how it works. Um, so around minus ten, um, our sun's at minus twenty six. So uh, some of the brightest stars that that you see are zero now with this magnitude scale <laughs> if it's negative that means it's much brighter yes the brighter it is the morning. oh god i don't want to know that yeah jack <laughs> you need to switch buddy but vega vega yeah. one of the brightest stars in the sky is like around so uh, zero i think is what it is wow okay so that would be if i'm 150 light years we were just talking about and the kill limit was at 50 light years so how bright would that kill limit be like the it's 50 light years away it explodes holy forking shirt balls how bright is that well we'd have 50 years to uh contemplate our death i guess <laughs> um i mean i've been doing that for like well, three years but we wouldn't see it until it I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm overthinking. Um, well, yes. Distance so, and time. So if it goes supernova today, yeah, uh, we wouldn't see it for another 150 years. So I would be dust to dust. So would you? I, I mean, we're all dead, right? Unless you're Baltimore. Well, no, we're, it's a 50 year one. This is 50, 50, yeah, 50 year. I would still be dead. 50 <laughs> We'll all be alive. You can make it to 100. No, I am dying on November 3rd. <laughs> that's my last day. Um, um, that's when the supernova is going to hit. Thank all right, God. so 50, so it's, three, um, so it's three times closer, which means it's going to be nine times brighter than it was at 150 light years away. 
So it's going to be pretty bright. Um, if it was, uh, we wouldn't know it, though, for another 50 years. Would unless it? it happened in 1970. And we're not ready to find out now. And it's the end of the world. But would, because, okay, so when it goes supernova, the supernova itself happens instantly. Yeah. Like, yeah, really so the, quick, uh, the, right? core, the core collapses within a second. I think it was 25% the speed of light inwards. Yeah. And awesome. so that energy, that radiation, it's traveling. I mean, that is the that is the light that we see from it. So basically, if it's 50 light years away, it takes 50 years to hit us. But we're, would we see anything? Because it would basically, when we would see something, it's hitting us at the same time. Um. Okay, all right. So you're talking about like in an extinction kind of event or just Yeah, if if the, if there was a supernova 50 light years away. Oh, and it was going to kill us, yeah. And it was going to kill us. Would we even see anything or would it be killing us at the exact same time we would see yeah. something? Well, I, 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 I don't think the death no. would be instantaneous either. It's so it would just rip apart the ozone layer and expose us to all the the bad rays out there from the supernova and the galactic rays as well. Um so there would be just so many mutations right off the bat. Uh, I don't think we would instantly die. No. It, okay, there's going to be mutations. So it, it would be like a out. Mad Max apocalyptic wasteland. Or, with like or, six or people. people get superpowers, the Avengers form, they get the Infinity Stones, reverse it, do whatever, and save everybody. <laughs> or, turns into the, or turns into the boys, and there's a, a corporation of evil superheroes um, that just... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that. It's definitely going to be that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most likely outcome. Anyway. Apparently, so this, I have, this is the radiation versus plasma debate that we're having right now. I guess. Who knew? I don't know. Jack knows. I guess Jack. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> thanks for prepping. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just is, um, it, it's just something that I wonder is if you would even see it. Okay, say death was instantaneous and didn't take like years of mutations and whatever suffocation. Um, uh, you know, it's it's that light that we would see from the explosion would reach us at the same time as all that radiation and, oh. and shit. So, yeah, I think there might be a small little buffer um, in the ozone layer. Um, I, I don't know how long that buffer in time is. It could just be a couple seconds. I don't know for all that radiation to just. Uh, First, be like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's new. And then that's it. Why does this feel like a microwave? Or they're just like, <laughs> bright light. Well, dead. All right. Plasma moves slower than radiation. That makes sense. I mean, they're both going to kill us. Yeah. Yeah, but you get to enjoy seeing that supernova. <laughs> That's true. A little bit longer with one of them. With what? The radiation? Uh, no, with the plasma, it moves slower. But then, if the radiation, then the radiation is going to hit you first. Yeah. But and you said that it. was the worst one. <laughs> All right. All right. <sighs> Drinks. Anyway. So, if a supernova occurs within fifty light years, we're going to get blasted with radiation. Ozone's going to be depleted. We'll probably survive for a little bit. It won't be a fun life. Um. And maybe the Avengers are form, or we're all dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get microwave from the inside out. That's so that's what right. happens if, it ha if a supernova occurs 50 light years away. However, but, but let's be clear, there's no star that can no. go supernova within 50 light Alas. years. 
Um, but let's say, okay. let, let's let's say we are in the end of light episode, and our sun goes supernova. So well, the core collapses within a second, and it goes big boom. Like, do we just see a flash of white, blinding light, and the whole planet's done for? Well, you yeah, get but eight minutes of. Uh, but the we want to know about right. it. We want to know that. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be, hey, oh, and the planet's vaporized. <laughs> Yeah, so if it occurs that close, it's not radiation that we're worried about. It's just the destruction of the entire solar system in a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, the shock it's wave would rip just... apart the Earth and destroy everything I mean, and everyone. I know what's coming. No, you would. Oh. I mean, the shock wave isn't doesn't um, doesn't surpass the speed of light, and so you would see oh. the explosion, and then you have. Eight and a half minutes, we'll oh, say, okay. for the light to get here. But that shockwave is, is coming in slower. So, so, so you have eight and a half minutes to go. Fuck. In fact, you'll <laughs> actually, yeah, you'll see the light from it coming. And you're like, oh, fuck. This is, this is both the greatest day ever and the worst. <laughs> I guess now the real question is then, how long do you feel it before you don't feel anything? Oh, that's pretty instant. You, one would hope. <laughs> one would hope. Oh, um, man, this episode is just so much fun. <laughs> I, I just feel good and warm inside. That's great. Um, well, I, I, I posed one more question prior to the show. Now that we've covered the bases and what happens if the sun blows up, it won't, it can't, it's not big enough. Um, yeah. The 50 light years, the 50 light years question. Don't get us wrong, it will most likely swallow the Earth when it expands out to oh, a yeah. red giant. Um, however, we have, you know, we'll give we, us we about a, until next Tuesday, a few people. billion years <laughs> to figure that shit out. So we got, we got time. We know it's coming. Okay. We're going to oh, see it's coming. We might not have past November 3rd. That's might. Great. Yes. If we make You're it that optimistic. far. <laughs> if we make it that far. Okay. So um, anyway, my, my other question that I just thought of, um, prior to the show, is what happens if you go outside the Milky Way galaxy and go to the nearest major galaxy, Andromeda, for example. And let's have every single star in that galaxy go supernova at the exact same moments. What would that look like? And would that impact anything? Absolutely amazing. <laughs> that would look be so cool. Amazing. An entire galaxy just then what happens to the galaxy? You don't have a galaxy anymore. Poof. <laughs> yeah, it just poofs. Well, you'd still have. All the weight is still there. Oh. So it, no, don't use no? the word weight. Wait, I apologize. Mass. Wait, mass. I apologize. There's mass science, still there. though, Brandon. Yeah, um, so we have every star go supernova at the exact same moment in the Andromeda galaxy. What, so what well, would happen? Well, like, what first, would that look like? My first thought is not even about, like... Hey, how's that going to affect our galaxy if our whole neighbor of a galaxy explodes? Essentially, but it's like, what? What does oh, it matter? Do like man. if you have a really big star explode, it turns into a black hole. So what does it? Ha what happens when a fucking galaxy explodes? But the mass is still there. Like, like Brandon, he he said, wait, and it just got us <laughs> sidetracked for a second. But um, no, the mass is still there. So, like, if our sun turns into a, a black hole. Uh -huh. The Earth doesn't give a fuck. It's just gonna get really cold. It'll 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 keep going around this black hole sun, um, sun. Uh, but it's okay. just gonna get cold real quick. I think it's gonna be cold here tonight in Ogden. 
Okay. It'd be much colder. Okay. So then, uh, back to Brandon's previous question, how does the, all the stars in the Andromeda galaxy exploding affect us? If you want to talk about what, effects. What's that going to look like in our sky? Okay. Mike Mike knows this. In fact, he teased me with this earlier, saying he knows, but he didn't tell me. Yes, right. because, because Brandon asked this, and Mike immediately started doing math. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, everybody can bite me. But anyway, so um, the Andromeda Galaxy is, what, 2.5 million, roughly, million light years away? Sure. Uh, so, uh, at that distance... Um, the Andromeda Galaxy, if every star went supernova, would be just a hair, a slightness over the side, uh, over the brightness of our sun. Oh, oh, we like Tatooine. Yeah, so we would have. That's how you get a planet with two suns: is one is a whole galaxy exploded, a galaxy far, far away. Oh. Oh, that's a drink. Far, far away. Oh, I finally did it. Drink. <laughs> See, first time in this. like this season. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's bright as uh, it's bright as the sun. And that's so kind cool. of I, a little bit bigger. I mean, it's spread out in the sky. I think it's a little bit bigger in the sun as well. I mean, you would think that it would be more. You would think that it would like kill us all. But I mean, just space distance. It's just, space distances are just so huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, a couple things. I I know there'd be just this major psychological issue, like, that just galaxy exploded. (laughs) Are we fucking dead? Yeah, we'd probably get real fucked up. We'd be like, what? What? Who? What? How? But then also, I am thinking that what happens if the entire galaxy explodes at once is everyone's going to be looking in that direction. And on the other side of the universe, there's going to be some major heist going on. <laughs> is this, <laughs> like, that, like, a, is this like a universe Ocean's Eleven scenario? Yes. <laughs> universe Eleven? 11. <laughs> it's the title of my next sci-fi book. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if the entire galaxy explodes? And what's the job? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, everyone, yeah, everyone's going to be looking yeah. at that shit. The dog's barking. The dog is barking. I don't uh, know if you guys can hear the dog bark, but the dog barks. So we'll, we'll go ahead and take a break. I took way too much ice in this one. All it does is clean. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Jack's trying to, our, our dog Jack, not Twitch Jack. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you get confused for a second? <laughs> Oh, no, no. Dog Jack's barking. But I didn't even... I, I, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Dog Jack is trying to play with uh, Dog Leia. Welcome to the part of the episode where the drinks are slowly kicking in. <laughs> it's good times. All right. All right. Anyway, so so basically Andromeda explodes. We got two suns. Neat. But that brightness... Added with the sun's brightness already is going to really give you... You can't go outside. No. <laughs> no. No, you can't. <laughs> and I guess it... I, well, if you're in New Zealand where you don't see Andromeda, oh. you might actually... Oh, that'd be, be nice. Okay. Would, no. would, would they just have, like, a constant, like, 
with, with sunset time, you can kind of there's some brightness coming off the other side of the horizon. Um, actually, yeah, because Andromeda's not visible at night all year long. It's only during certain. Yeah, I guess. Right. Well, for us here in the north, we're yeah. more likely to have it up above the horizon because it is pretty far north, right? So we'll have it up above the horizon mm -hmm. more. Um, but now I'm trying to think: Would New Zealand be able to see if they see Andromeda? Uh, because if, if they can see the galaxy. They got well, they got problems too, so um, hmm. really Antarctica. The, Antarctica might be the best place to be. <laughs> so, Ricardo well, Station coming so for you. Basically, if all the stars in Andromeda exploded, then that would actually have a significant effect on us. Yeah, it, you we basically would have to have fundamentally Tucson's... change how we exist on this planet for for a couple of weeks. Well, right. how long is that well, going to last? I mean, you're talking... Like, like, heat, heat brightness be a couple weeks, right? Depends on the supernova you're talking about. If you're talking about um, supernova type 1, uh, it gets real bright real quick, obviously, but then it uh, kind of slowly and, uh, tapers away. If everything is like type 2, then it goes up sharply, all kinds of problems from that, but then it goes down, but then it plateaus a couple of months later, and then it slowly starts to gradually go away. And another thing I just thought of as well, you know, Andromeda is a huge galaxy. It has a huge uh, diameter. So we wouldn't see all of it at once. We would get being little sections coming towards us in waves because it's 100,000, 300,000 oh, yeah. light years oh, across. that's actually a really good point, yeah. So it would just... It wouldn't be that bright then as the sun. Wait, is Andromeda twice the size of the Milky Way? Uh, yeah, I think you're talking um, stellar mass, though. Okay. Well, hold on. I mean, size-wise, no. I, I, I think, for me, anyway, I always interpret that as, like, uh, stellar mass. Oh, okay. Hmm. But I I don't I don't know how, how wide. Like, we're, what, 100,000 across? Mm -hmm. I don't... Yeah. I mean, is it 200,000 or 50,000? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, this question just got fun. I know. That's a, <laughs> this is a better question than the original question. Is Yeah, I, I never thought really about is. that, seeing the light come in waves because... I, I did the whole but, Newtonian thing where I put it all in one spot. But even so, though, I mean, Andromeda is so far away that when, when we can see it at night through a telescope, we see the whole thing. Right, but still, but. You're, you're seeing, uh, so you're seeing the um, the leading edge of the of the spiral arms. The light gets to us first mm -hmm. as what two point five four million years ago. Um, but the light on the what would be the farthest edge of Andromeda mm -hmm. left roughly two point five six million oh. years ago. Okay, so it would be like. Light. It'd be like galactic dominoes as you fall through the sky. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's it's still its picture is made with that newer light. Yeah. And so it all looks like it's you know. But we're not hmm. actually even seeing. No. Yeah, and you know what? I I, I when I was calculating stuff, I wasn't even thinking about how the leading edge. Yeah. We're gonna see it, so it's just gonna be this little curve. Um, but I think. Um, it's still going to be really bright. 
Even in our day sky. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jack says, depends on the source, but 200,000 to 300,000 uh, light years for di- diameter. Okay. Hmm. So, it's a, it's a big girl. <laughs> and it's heading Head, our way. Heading straight for us, so that's going to be fun. Uh, is that a galactic merger? Um, but anyway, that's a different show. Episode. And then we would just end up merging in 2.5 million years That's what I'm uh, with just time. gas. <laughs> I know, but I'm just imagining it. it oh, if cool all the stars, stars. exploded? We, we wouldn't like, see the cool sky. It would just oh, be yeah. nebulous gas. That would be really disappointing for future humans uh, if we get that far. Hashtag climate change. No, no, um, no. November 3rd. But luckily, the, the chances that every single star in it can form the galaxy goes supernova are real slim. It's 100%. <laughs> this has been foretold by astrology. <laughs> Only when Saturn's in retrograde. That's a bad shit when Saturn's in retrograde. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Uh, Jack just made a good point that I was I was thinking, but I didn't actually say it. But um, uh, if you're only seeing a chunk of Andromeda at a time, then the overall wouldn't the brightness be lower? It would be lower. It would be lower. It would be lower. Which might save our asses. It's still going to get a little bit. uh, We're still going to have two bright objects in the sky. um, I don't have a computer to where I can actually make those calculations. (laughs) So um, I did what Newton did. I put it all as one point. <laughs> point Simple. We, uh, we did a little gen- general and, and if Isaac Newton is anything, it's just a simple, simple guy. <laughs> yeah. All about those apples. <laughs> and plagues. Uh, anyway, that was well, a fun question, Brandon. Thanks for... Yeah. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no problem. Um, so... Basically, we really do not want um, a supernova to happen uh, near us, uh, and we do not want um, any galaxy near us to completely explode in a supernova explosion. But how fucking cool would that be? Ask me that question on November 4th. (laughs) I might give you an entirely different answer than I would right now. Because I'm an optimist at heart. (laughs) I know. I know. (sighs) <sighs> anyway cool yeah anything else well, it, <laughs> well it's, yeah we at the tail end here but i do want to point out my favorite space fact my favorite fact of all time which oh i think i talked a little bit about last time you did you did but i cut it out uh, of the episode because i didn't want that's to, that's fine because now i, I am just rambled on i'm better i know this would be very <laughs> quick and tight <laughs> Quick elevator pitch, my favorite fact. So my absolute favorite fact of all time is that our Milky Way galaxy has about 300-ish million stars, and on average, we're supposed to get about two supernovae every 100 years. Hmm. Cool. So, but expand that out to all the other galaxies, all those trillions and trillions and trillions of stars out there, and that same, you know, um, ratio to every 100 years well, so many galaxies, so many stars, that means that every single second there's a supernova somewhere out there in space. And it is <laughs> glorious. Every single second. So during this show, we had a couple thousand. Yeah. Cosmic fireball. Had a couple thousand supernovae in the last 45 minutes. That Hooray. Is, that, is, that is really cool. That is really I cool. really do like to think about that. Because, I mean, if you look at... Um, 
you know, images of supernova remnants. They're absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Cassiopeia A and 1986A. All the, the bubble. All the, <laughs> the bubble. Yeah, I the mean, bubble. it's just like, and of course, it, it, these images. I don't know. Do we want to count that dog bark? Yeah, I heard it. <sighs> They're playing, so just the one. And by the way, anyway. since we've gone live, there's been 2,700 supernovae. Oh, so cool. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, now there's been 2,700. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> what, we should just have, we a, have a running counter. counter. <laughs> Supernova counter. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, well, it's amazing because, I mean, the, the images are beautiful. Now, that's not, you know, when you look at the image, it's not necessarily what we'd be able to see with our eyes because we can't see in all the cool, fun uh, wavelengths. Um, but, you know, it, you have then all this material essentially being exploded out into space. And it's that material that's exploded out that, uh, you know, interacts with other areas of material. And then you get more stars and planets and asteroids and comets and the whole universe forms from hey, it. Liz, what do we call that? We, we, we call that, well, you're looking at my shirt? We're made I'm of- I'm looking at your shirt. We're made of stardust. I thought that you were looking for a scientific term. No, I was looking at your shirt. I, I was thinking it's a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Stardust. Stardust. We're made of stardust. I love that. Meats. Because you can only get iron in a supernova. I No, I get that from cereal. <laughs> and that's where it came from. Yeah, so supernova, I just, I love them. They're amazing. Because it's like the universe, the whole universe. The point I was trying to make was the whole that. universe is like recycling itself. You know? True. Yeah. So why can't we do that here on Earth? Well, look. <laughs> Different show. Different show. Speaking of different shows, what do we got up next? Ah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let um, you say it, Brandon, because I know. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the next excited. show is an exciting show. I'm gonna cut Liz off right there because I am so excited about this next show. And of course, it's going to occur after the election, and we'll know who the leader of the hopefully free world is going to be, and then we'll have a better idea of where our future and space will be. So we're talking about the future of space policy, people. How, what's going on with people? Are we getting to Mars? The GOP just put out a tweet the other day saying we're going to get to Mars in 2024. That's a fucking lie. They said we're going to establish a permanent human base on the moon by 2024. Also a fucking lie. So let's talk about these things in that episode. And I am super excited. <laughs> that didn't even really show off how excited he truly is deep down. Oh. He did not get 100%. Um, I anyway, am bursting so at the seams with excitement. This is, uh, this is jam. Um, also, uh, Jack would also like a uh, Where's Bobby the Photon update. We've forgotten oh. about our photon. We, we have to uh, figure out where we, where we launched them. I, I think Brandon has it. He might have it. When I we do. Them? However, this, this sounds like something for those of you listening to the podcast. If you listen live on Twitch, uh, we have a Hangover edition where it's live right after the show, and we just chat about stuff. Are you transitioning? Like Bobby the Photon. Yes, I am transitioning okay. because I have to go look things up and figure <laughs> out where it is. Here's my documents and how far it's come. 
<laughs> all right, all right. Then I'll give us a, a fresh, uh, a fresh closing in there, uh, and then we'll we'll stick around for hangover. Um, all right. So join us next time when Brandon just loses his shit talking about the future of space policy and. Like, I have so many books right here. Oh, <laughs> I think we might have to add a new rule that's anytime Brandon gives a, a book recommendation <laughs> in Brandon's book corner uh, to drink. Yeah. So, uh, Mars Wars by Thor Hogan. Thor Hogan, what a fucking name. This actually does a great job breaking down the Bush One um, SEI initiative going no, to Mars. No. When it All right. um, so, anyway, strongly recommend. Yeah, if you want more of this, come back a couple weeks. Uh, the future of space policy after, <sighs> after the election. So, anyway, yeah. thanks for vote. joining us this time. Vote science. Vote. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you. Uh, We'll see you again. Cheers. Cheers. Jesus.